friends. Are you considering starting a business but don't know what industry to pursue? Or do you already have a business that you're passionate about but it's not flourishing so you're considering transitioning into something new? In today's episode of Miss Biz, we're going to be discussing what type of business to choose, ways to grow your business, and unpopular opinions. So make sure that you listen to the entire podcast so you can chime in to our unpopular opinions discussion. But for now, let's get busy is done. bosses are you working even after putting the kids to bed but still not getting results are you tired of spending money on ads that aren't getting engagement do you feel burdened that you aren't fulfilling your purpose in life because you are so consumed with work i'm your host Brooke Boltz. I'm an attorney and founder of Boltz Legal. I started my business and in one year was bringing in seven figures and am now bringing in multi seven figures. And I'm your co-host Rachel Boltz, owner of Boltz Media. I've helped many businesses build their online presence and increase their revenue through digital marketing. Want to hear how we did it? We are here to help you achieve your goals personally, professionally, and spiritually. So kick off your high heels sit back and let's ignite that passion we're miss biz where we're putting the miss in biz let's get biz done this is a topic that is relevant to me right now even though I've had my business now for over five years, the laws in Florida recently changed and it has made my existing practice areas much less profitable than what they've been in the past. So I've been evaluating these same factors that I'm going to discuss with you today in my current business because I'm looking at is there other practice areas that I could take on that would help recoup the losses that are inevitably coming from the law changes in Florida? Yes, and this is something to consider when you're starting a business is there are going to be things that happen outside of your control. They're called external forces, and you have to very quickly figure out a plan of action to turn a uh, threat into an opportunity for you to soar, and that's exactly what Brooke is doing here right now. So the first factor that I've been considering is how steep is the learning curve in these new practice areas? For example, Patent law is not an option for me because to be a patent lawyer requires you to take a different bar exam called the patent bar, and most patent lawyers are engineers. So because that's not a background that I have, it would take me years of time and, and study before I would be able to competently represent someone in the patent law field, and I don't have that kind of time. So looking at something that's going to have a learning curve that's going to be attainable for me based on what I already know. Um, and, and for you, you would consider, is this something you already know how to do? And if not, then are there resources available for you to learn them competently? 
Absolutely. I had a client one time I was doing social media marketing for, and they wanted me to do a Google ad. And at the time, I didn't know how to do a Google ad, but I was essentially told that they wanted a one-stop shop, and if I could not provide that service for them, I was either going to have to learn or be okay with not having them as a client anymore. So in that moment of, of stress, I contacted my friend, and although he did not know how to do a Google ad either um, he recommended that I go on YouTube and watch YouTube video and as a result I watched the video I learned how to run a Google ad in a very short period of time and the first Google ad ran quite well since then I've taken online courses and learned more strategy and tips involved in making a more successful campaign but in that moment I was able to find available resources to help me complete what I needed to complete the next factor to consider is who do you already know in your sphere of in influence and in your current relationships for me when I first started out my firm I had a friend from law school who was very successful her name was Stacy she had a law firm over a couple hour drive from where I lived and so I reached out to her and said Stacy I'm starting my firm is there any um, tips or guidance you'd be willing to offer and she was the most valuable resource to me. Um, she was an open book. She, she, when I asked her a question, she not only gave me an answer, if she didn't have the answer immediately, she would go research it, find the answer, and come back. She gave me um, tips and pointers on um, everything from which software companies to use to uh, forms and templates and just anything that I needed she was there for and so when I'm looking at new practice areas now I did the same thing who do I know and again another friend from law school named Erin who does this air practice area has her own firm and is very successful I reached out to Erin and just like Stacy she was however I can help you I will they've both been incredibly incredibly useful to me and um, as friends and also um, it helps decrease the the amount of time that it takes to get up that learning curve I've got to learn something new there's no way around that but if I have a mentor like Stacy or Aaron to help me along the way and avoid some pitfalls I can get up that learning curve a lot quicker than if I was having my own trial and error um, without any help or guidance Is it fun or dumb? Is it glam or sham? Dope or nope? This segment is called Dope or Nope. This is where we want to hear from you regarding whether you think this idea is a good idea or a bad idea. Would you give it a thumbs up or would you give it a thumbs down? Now up, we have Brooke Bolts. Let's take it away. Today's topic is business gifting. And the gift for your consideration is a painted rock. This painted rock, if you're watching on the video, you can see is painted white and it has two stick figures and it says, don't worry, I got your back. So I do a lot of work with chiropractors who, as you know, treat people's backs. So this is a gift that I've given to chiropractors. So I wanna hear from you though. Do you think this is dope or nope? 
And it's so much more effective to use, uh, to utilize the resources of somebody that you know to help you versus reading something online or reading a book um, because they can tell you firsthand what works and what doesn't work. Um, the next factor to consider uh, when you're starting your own business is who do you know that is in need of the services that you offer? So for me, I was a teacher for 15 years and and I met someone who was a distributor and we developed a friendship. Then after I left and I opened Bolts Media, I reached out to him because I saw that he his website was out of date. He wasn't doing any digital marketing and yet he distributed worldwide. So because we had that relationship, I felt comfortable with talking to him and, you know, basically giving him recommendations that could benefit his business and uh, he hired me he hired me and he was my very first client that I had he gave me a shot because I knew him he trusted me and it worked out beautifully but if you don't have that relationship with somebody that you know that can give you a chance it can be very very challenging to find your first client absolutely he allowed you to begin your resume as a Bolts Media uh, professional. So, yes. so the next factor is comparing um, the marketing budget that you have accessible to you compared to your competitors. So if you don't have a huge marketing budget because you're just starting out, and most of us don't when we're starting out, then you're going to have more success in bringing in business through your relationships versus advertisement. Advertisement requires money, and if your competitors are paying more money to advertise their product, then that's not gonna be the best way for you to bring in new business. So you wanna look for what we call golden geese. Uh, a golden egg is your ideal client, and you wanna look for not just golden eggs, but you wanna look for golden geese, people who have the ability to refer to you repeat golden eggs. And certain types of profession have more readily available golden geese than others. So you wanna consider, are there golden geese available for this business? And if so, who are they? Um, an example would be, um, well, first of all, can you think of one, Rachel, that a profession that would not have golden geese readily accessible to it. The first thing that comes to mind would be a realtor. Um, it is extremely difficult to find that one industry that's going to be able to constantly send you enough referrals that you need to uh, basically be able to live off of and achieve success. And I agree with that, but by that same token, realtors are golden geese for some other professions. For example, you know, title companies or mortgage brokers, realtors are huge golden geese because for every transaction, they need a mortgage broker and they need a title company or someone to do the closing. So although there aren't a lot of golden geese who can refer business to realtors in in any major volume, realtors are major golden geese for other types of professions. So these are the things to consider. Is there golden geese 
uh, golden goose available? And if so, what kind of volume could that uh, golden goose refer? Because of course your business is going to grow much quicker if you can build one relationship that sends repeat business versus building a hundred different relationships with golden egg after golden egg after golden egg. So we, talk a we talked a little bit about um, volume, but now let's talk about the amount per tr transaction. So how much are you going to make per, per transaction versus the amount of work that's involved? Because being completely honest, time is money, but time is so much more than money. Time is memories. Time is a factor that you will never be able to get back back. So are you making enough per transaction to compensate for the amount of time that it's taking you to complete the task? And for me personally, and considering the different practice areas that I could go into, um, the I considered criminal defense as a practice area. I was a probation officer before I went to law school, and so I have some experience in that field. But when I started asking around and talking to other lawyers, um, it's such a competitive field that lawyers are constantly lowering the price of what they will handle a case for. So the, the prices are so low for certain types of, of criminal cases that compared to the work involved that for me it just didn't seem like a practice area that I would want to invest a lot of time into growing. Um, it's just the amount of work compared to the amount of payoff per transaction didn't align. Another important factor to consider when whenever you're starting a new business is do you want a business to be dependent on you or do you want that company to be able to run on itself? So Brooke, can you dive deep into that? Sure. Um, and this is something that I've experienced as well. As a lawyer, um, the business is dependent upon me. Most law firms are named after the, the founding attorney. And so people come and, and hire that business because of the reputation and their, their desire to work directly with that lawyer. If the lawyer at some point wants to, for example, sell the business, then that business will not operate with the same level of success if they just, you know, up and sell. Um, because it's dependent upon the, the, the name and the, the person who runs the business. Same is true with the doctor profession. The doctor, you go to see your doctor not because of the brand of the company, but because you have a relationship with that specific doctor. You like that doctor. So if that doctor suddenly retired, you wouldn't keep going to that doctor unless you built a new relationship with someone who replaced him. So it's something to consider because it's in some ways a lifelong burden. If you take on a, a business that is reliant on you, you have to be available and accessible and marketing that business for the rest of your career. In contrast, if you take a business that's brand-based, um, you, you know, sell insurance for a company, for example, then that you can sell that business, someone else can 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 run that business in your place, and the business won't 
suffer. If you sell shoes and people love the product, then you can sell the business and it not be affected because people keep coming back because of the product, not because of the person selling the product. Exactly. So that is huge to consider when you're starting your business. Um, the other aspect we wanted to dive deep into is the unpopular opinions section. So let's get started, Brooke. Sure. So this is my unpopular opinion. When you are starting a business, I don't think you have to love the business that you're starting or be passionate about it. To me, the business that you run, it, it is more important that there, these other factors are met, that it is a profitable business and you tolerate it. You may, you may enjoy aspects of it, um, but it doesn't have to be something that you're super passionate about or that you love um, or that you've dreamed of doing since you were you know, a child. Because if you have a business that can give you the financial freedom to pay the bills and be able to do more important things in life, then you can do those things you're passionate about outside of the business. You can volunteer because you have a successful business and you have time outside of it. You can donate to those things that you're passionate about because you have a successful business and you can afford to donate. You can do those things you're passionate about out outside of your day job. Your actual business doesn't have to be something that you are super passionate about um, or that you just love. See, I do feel that you need to really like certain aspects of it. But Brooke is correct in the way that, you know, eventually, even if something started out as your passion, like you really liked creating these custom glasses, when you have to continue to do that over and over and over again, it doesn't become, it's not a hobby anymore. Now it's a business and now you're under pressure to meet a certain demand and time frame. So then it does start to lose its joy, your, your joy in doing it. But I do feel that you have to like a lot of the aspects of it or like Brooke had mentioned, like the aspects that it brings. So you might not necessarily be as passionate as you were when you first started Started, but because your bank account is smiling back at you, you're able to tolerate it a little bit more and then really invest more time into the things that you really do love, like your family and, and animals and things that you really cherish. You know we're all about that case, about that case, no trouble. All about that case, about that case, no trouble. All about that case, about that case, no trouble. All about that case, about that case. At Bolts Legal, we are all about your case. Text or call to schedule a free consultation for all your legal needs. BoltsLegal.com. So that is our unpopular opinion today. Please let us know what you think. Offer us some feedback because we want to hear what you have to say. And don't get me wrong. I love being a lawyer. Like my personality is well suited for being a lawyer. But when I'm looking at what types of practice areas are going to be best for my business, 
I'm not looking at what am I passionate about. Honestly, if I were looking at that, something like religious freedoms would be what I'm the most passionate about. But there's, you know, is there a need for religious freedoms lawyer in in a way that would pay the, the you know, enough that it would pay the bills each month? Um, do I know people who have a need for that service? Is there a learning curve there for me? You know, I have to look at all these other factors. Is there enough of a volume of need available there that my passion would align with the other needs for my business? And what I've decided is that if I can choose a practice area as my primary practice area that pays the bills and, and meets all these other factors, then when the opportunity arises for that religious freedom case that I want to invest my time in because I am passionate about it, I can do that because the bills are paid and I don't have to worry about my religious freedom case now paying the bills because it's something I can do because of the passion and not have to worry about it making ends meet. Exactly. And she's still able to use her skills in involving strategy and all the things that she has to do because Brooke likes to win. Let's be real. Like Brooke likes to win. Um, so she's still able to incorporate all of those so same mindsets into maybe a, you know, less, um, less enjoyable field, but she still gets to do what she really enjoys doing. Sure. And that also calls, um, brings up one other factor is the amount of time it gets it takes to get paid on a religious freedom case. For example, that's probably going to take years of litigation before that case reaches an end result. And so if that was what I was relying on to pay the monthly bills, I would be I would be out of business. So it takes so long that it's just not something that's viable to base the whole business upon. But if I have another practice area where the cases settle quickly or clients are paying quickly, then that can sustain me while I can do other things that I am more passionate about. Absolutely. So we hope you enjoyed today's podcast. We hope that you learned something. Please let us know what you think in the comments, especially about our unpopular opinion, because we want to hear from you. And uh, thank you for uh, tuning in and have a great rest of your day. We appreciate you and are honored to be on this journey with you. We can't wait to help you to encourage you and show you how to grow personally, professionally, and spiritually. If you found Miss Biz helpful, please leave a review and share with others. You can follow us on social media at Miss Biz Podcast. For legal questions or services, please visit boltslegal.com. And for digital marketing needs, please visit boltsmedia.com. Let's, Let's get, get biz done. done.